Hey, 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 it is the TFL Podcast coming at you with a week three TFL Home League preview where we go through a little bit of our what's going on in the TFL, our Home League, and what's uh, maybe some start stit decisions that uh, we are facing that you might also face. We'll give you a little bit of our standings, what's been going on, who should be top, who should be bottom, and who's not top and who's not bottom, and all that in between. Now, if you uh, have listened to our uh, NFL matchups, uh, episode you would know that with me today we have we have not got Arch but T Bone. Hey, welcome back, back for a second crack at uh, the title. That's it. It's very good. I mean, I'm surprised you haven't kicked me out after the first part of the episode. But the fact <laughs> I'm still here means I don't know. I must have done something right. Yeah, look, it's uh, it's good to have you back. And I think uh, look, Arch isn't here. He's at home looking after his twenty kids. Uh, you know, carers day, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Dad life. He's yeah, getting it done. That's it. So look, good on him. Good on him. Uh, but no, great to have you on. If he was smart, he would have taken a Friday off so he could have watched the uh, first game of the week because yeah. there's no football. But <laughs> we've never accused Chris of being a smart man and that continues right now. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, we are jumping into uh, the TFL, our home league. T-Bone here is uh, a founding member. One of the uh, teams involved. That's There's a couple right. of new guys have come on this year. Yeah. But I'm somewhat of a, a rock of the league. Certainly not in performance <laughs> and output, but just annoying comments and just being around. Yeah, that's me. Look, we I'm hi- there. We, you are highly valued. Oh, that's uh, a really nice thing to yeah, say. That's, that's, that's one of the nicest things you've ever said to me. I'm going to yeah, say yeah, these things. Fair enough. It's about time. <laughs> All right. But uh, look, big week that happened last week, week two. I that's uh, right. have hobbled into the studio this week in a pair of crutches. It wasn't pretty for you. Uh, look. My first round pick, Saquon Barkley, done for the year. My fourth round pick, Cortland Sutton, done for the year. Mate, I'm, in, I'm on the ropes and we're in just finished week two. So, yeah. uh, look, as we talk about later, I've hit the wire and I've hit the wire hard. Yeah, we'll have a look at those in, in a bit. Uh, but you're right. it's uh, Injuries this week have just been brutal. It's been tough league-wide. Uh, definitely has. Uh, I, I feel like I'm pretty lucky. I've still got... Uh, my my main guy, Alvin Kamara, he's safe. I feel like Alvin Kamara might win some people their leagues this mm, year. Just absolutely. by the sake. And he was a shaky pick early in the draft process. He seemed that way, and didn't he? now he's turned out to be one of the sure after, things. That's after that epidural, he's all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the top of our ladder at the moment, uh, touch up and down, Brad, he's up and about. He is one of those guys who, like, he was a, he was, not loving his draft. I heard he was throwing quite the pity party early in the mix. And now he's top of the ladder. Yeah. Uh, top in points four as well. So, you know, deservedly so, you'd say. Uh, Drodgy, the artful Drodgers, love that name. Uh, also at 2-0. And James Gronk Revival. Well, <laughs> he might need to change that name because Gronk is certainly not reviving no, anything. No, he's got at some the work moment. to do. Uh, but they're the three that are 2-0. <laughs> Um, there's three that are also zero and two. Sadly, I am one of them. Now, I just need you to know that it's hard. Arch set me up with a real low hanging fruit. The oh, old knock knock zero and two gag. Oh, he okay. wanted me to open up with you. I'm better than that, and I'm going to call <laughs> him out on it because it. You don't deserve that, yeah, Rowan. Sucked in, you don't Arch. deserve that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, look, it's uh, yeah, zero and two. Look, I love a bit of wow in my in my life, but uh, not. Not in this kind of way. No. Nah, uh, look, I'll just point out. Look, my points for a two. Tw- I'm I'm third in in points for, and that sucks. I, I hate that. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough draw situation, but that is fantasy football, my friend. I know it's uh it's it stings a little bit, but that's okay. You got a we got a whole bunch of guys who are on the one and one. Still a long season ahead of us, so no doubt about uh, it. Not, not much uh, really else to talk about there, but. 
No, Arch got the win. Look, I'll have to give it to him. He got the win this week. He uh, second highest score of the week. Uh, solid win against Halmeter Marys. Craig uh, couldn't get it done again. He's on two. Uh, and then touch up and down with the highest score of the week. So, look, it's going well for, for those guys. Um, and I think let's jump into some waivers because this is really what you guys care about at home yep, uh, to look at. Really, who's been going off the waiver wire? How much did we spend? Uh, so, let's just start at the top. With the biggest spend of the week going to Jonesy. This guy. <laughs> uh, how much did you spend on your uh, highest paid player yeah, this well, week? I did and have, who was he? I did have somewhat of a, a meltdown this week. Just the, the, Look, you lost some guys. You I had lost to some spend guys. a lot. My thought process is <clears throat> I could be done for the year if I don't make a move. 100%. Someone has become available as a member of the New York Giants, Devonta Freeman, who yeah. has never – well, hasn't shown anything in in, uh, in quite some time. He's no. now involved himself with the team with a terrible offensive line. Saquon <laughs> so Barkley couldn't get it done. I'm not sure if Devonta's necessarily the man. However – You've spent over 50% of your fab on him, though. I'm desperate. I have no <laughs> other option. I don't have a running back, too. No. I need to put him in my side. So – as it turns out, I've thrown some big money at Devonta, $53 of my hard-earned waiver cash, yeah. and uh, it's too much. I know it's too much. Does it sting to know that you could have got him for $35? Um, it stings to know that Blommy had a high in $40 bid offer, so that's why I went that high, and then Kluge talked him out of it no! about, about an hour before the waivers went through. So, um, look, left holding the bag in a, in a way, but you know what? I had to roll the dice. I got my guy. Yeah. Is, it, is it a sure thing? Absolutely not, but it's probably as good as I'm going to get. Look, the, the worst thing for you would to be to see Dion Lewis take, you know, actually the main load. Here, but well, look, in certainly the Freeman, first week he will. Yeah, he came out, but though, and said that he's like, I've gone here because I'm going to get the best opportunity. Yeah. So you, look, do we believe him? It's hard to know what we should do with that. But anyway, Devonta Freeman, fifty three bucks. Boom. Uh, you also then got the second highest paid guy. Mm. Uh, so seventy seven dollars yep. of your money is down the drain for the year. But you could pick up Mike Davis. Yep. Tell, talk us about that. Well, just a little short-term ad. Obviously, McCaffrey out for yes. four to six. So we just like, while uh, Freeman's getting acclimatized, I can pump pump him into my RB2 slot, uh, get yeah. some work done. Look, he looks solid. He, he caught some passes and, and seemed to be utilized in a similar way to McCaffrey, obviously without the talent. But the, the Panthers still used him when yeah. McCaffrey was and off the ground. He's always been a very good pass catcher. From all reports, quite a lazy footballer is from what I've been told <laughs> throughout college and the pros, but he's to hoping on his uh, second or third crack at, at being a bell cow, there maybe he can do something. Look, so we're, I think we should just call your team the replacements yeah, uh, look, for the can, rest of the year. Yeah, we can work at another Although I like point. the Marlin Spikes. Tintin, great oh, yeah, reference. I was really happy you gave me some props for that <laughs> look, because I, like I don't it. think Archer really respected it, but, you know, Tintin doesn't get enough of a look, look out in this uh, generation. Uh, side note, like I read lots of Tintin when so I was in primary school. It was so fantastic. High-end stuff. Uh, I picked up Daryl Henderson uh, for $23, mm. uh, potentially a bit of an overpay. But, look, I think Malcolm Brown, he's got an injured – Thumb, I believe. Uh, and Cam Akers is injured out as well. Daryl Henderson, if there is a if there is an opportunity for he, someone to take hold of the Rams backfield, potentially this is it. Mm. So I'm just hedging my bets a little bit to see if Henderson can uh, really make his way um, into that spot and hold it on. Because Malcolm Brown's a bit old. He's not really going to be the one uh, for long term. Cam Akers is probably the guy they want, but Daryl Henderson was still a high draft pick last year. No doubt. I had Daryl Henderson and I dropped him last week after producing nothing. Yeah. So only to see him be a hot wave wire ad the week after. It does sting a little, but that's okay. Fair enough. Really, there's no one else that's really worth talking about um, I, that I can see here. Um, so 
What I do like, though, is Drogi's pickup of Lavishka Chanel. And the reason I do like yeah. him, obviously a rookie, but they are getting him use of the ball in a myriad of ways. He's running out the backfield, having some legitimate rushing attempts. They're yeah. getting him in open, uh, scheming up for, for pass catching. He's doing a bit of everything. Um, look, I think he's got a long-term outlook. It's good. And he could end up hitting for the Jags, who are playing in a decent matchup for the next few weeks. No, that's very true. I like LaVisca uh, a lot as well. He's just utilized all around the ground. So there you go. Some of the waiver wire picks there. Dion Lewis actually made it through to free agency. Don't know what happened there. And uh, got picked up by Fried Egg Friends. Uh, ben, love that, love that team name. Archer's <laughs> on the opposite side of me on that one. Uh, but look, Dion Lewis... You never know what they're going to do. He's going to catch passes, although Devonta Freeman can catch passes as well. So it'll be interesting to see how they utilize the both of them. No trades this week in the None. TFL, which is kind of fair. I feel like like we had one trade last week. I was part of that, um, maneuvering some Arby's for, for wide receivers and, and the like. But there's still probably not quite enough to go on just yet, is there, Jonesy, to, no, to, to not, really not, make not some good trades? People have learned their lesson in years gone by. Relax on your trades. Just see what you've got before you start throwing around collateral. Although, bonehead play of the week, uh, Adrian Blom fat-fingered uh, the uh, touchpad <laughs> and accidentally <laughs> dropped Sonny Michelle instead of Boston Scott last week. So, I went on for Arch for showing grace and uh, picking that one yeah, up so during the week. I remember that. We are at the pub when that happened <laughs> and, like, immediately there was, like, this text that went Arch's way and he was like, ah. Oh. I guess I better do it. He's a good guy, Arch. He's a good man, despite his rough exterior. Yeah, that's uh, right. Hard gold. That's right. (laughs) All right, here we go. Review time! It's a special round, this round. It is rivalry round in the TFL. And I need to remember how to actually turn this thing down. Oh, there it goes. I think I prefer an abrupt stop. (laughs) That's what I prefer. This is what you get when uh, Arch is not here and I'm mm. on it's a, it's a little, it's a the little, iPad. It's a little look behind the curtain. Yeah, that's uh, right. Because <laughs> normally TFL is a professionally run outfit. You look, know? it is. And uh, there is a reason there's a team here uh, <laughs> and not just me uh, or anything like that. All right, we're going to jump into some of these matchups. We've got, uh, look, give you an insight here. Uh, How many some Marys versus fried egg friends? Uh, Craig and Ben, uh, look, Something to do with their last names. I'll give you the the bowl name here. They're, they're fighting over the Wong Weggs Bowl. The Wong Weggs Bowl. It's a good name. Look, let's be honest. Look, Ben Wong versus uh, Craig Wegner. Uh, so Wong Weggs Bowl. If you don't get it, write it down. That's right. Uh, Have a look. The trophy is a set of golden barbie legs. So any- Oh. Uh, yeah. So they're fighting over some golden legs. <laughs> this is good gear. I didn't know about the trophy and no, I'm that's right. it's very coming. impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, so it's, uh, you know, it's a, this is the first time they've met. Uh, since Ben is new to the league. Um, so let's take a look at some of the decisions that these guys need to make. Robbie Anderson is sitting there as wide receiver two for Craig, and I'm not sure about that, especially when he's got Chris Godwin on the bench. Chris Godwin, yes, he was out on the concussion. I expect Wagner to move him back into the side there, which means that he's got Calvin Ridley and Chris Godwin, which is a really formidable wide receiver duo, and I really uh, do think that that's going to hold uh, – they're going to hold their own over – uh, the wide receivers in uh, Friday Friendsland, which is OBJ and Keenan Allen. Both looked pretty good last week, mind you. Uh, Justin Herbert is a good thing for Keenan Allen. So you got to look at that. Uh, look, uh, Ben Wong's got a Austin Eckler, my guy. I love, Your man. Look, so look, I'm very... I'm very partial to, to Ben's team, Friday Friends. And how, how are you feeling about Eckler? Slow start to the year. He's your guy. Yeah. What are you thinking? Look, he's... For no touchdowns, he's doing very well. 
in my mind. Uh, like this is a guy that still is getting tw- still is getting twenty touches a game. Um, is efficient with the ball running on the ground about five yards per carry still. Yes, Josh Kelly's there. Yes, Josh Kelly seems to be the one that they favor at the goal line. But this is a guy, especially if Justin Herbert can stay as the starter, depending on what happens there with Tyrod and uh, his punctured lung. Um, Eckler is the guy for for Herbert. Mm -hmm. I think he is the number one support, number one safety valve for Herbert. So I love Eckler still for the rest of this year. I I think we haven't quite seen the ceiling yet. I think, yeah. I think we've seen more floor than ceiling with that. No, no doubt. No doubt about that. So I like that. Uh, Mark Andrews should be in line for a great game against Kansas City mm. uh, as well. So really, uh, aside from uh, the the wide receivers of Craig there, I think uh, Friday Friends has got um, a pretty good lineup. Uh, nothing on the bench looks really that appealing to me for, for Friday friends. Um, whereas how many Samaria's got some choices. Jarvis Landry's there on the bench. Deshaun Jackson could still bowl out. Um, Naheem Hines is sitting there as RB2. We saw what he did last week. Uh, rubbish. Yeah. One catch. Nothing. That was a very, very poor. So Carson moves back into RB2, and we need to see what he does in the in the flex there. Dallas got it. Mm, still unsure about him. Uh, Cam Newton for Friday Friends as well is, is nice. I've got Friday Friends here winning the the inaugural Wongwegs Bowl. Uh, Jonesy, any other thoughts from yeah, you? Two Wongwegs, two votes on this side of the panel. I'm thinking uh, Betty Boy gets up in a, in a, in a tight tussle. For sure. Uh, next up, we've got Gronk Revival, James versus Brad. He, they are our resident science teachers, and they're going for the Golden Bunsen Burner in the Bunsen Bowl. The Bunsen Bowl is up for grabs. Two managers at 2-0. and Head-to-head uh, head on paper. Looks like a, a, an interesting sort of matchup. Tom Brady wet the bed last week, so in a Mahomes Brady matchup. I'm I know who I'm giving the tick for, for sure. in regards to the head to head matchup there. Uh, Brad has got uh, it is wide receivers uh, Thielen Brown, okay, which is you know Marquise Brown for me. He's just he's just your feast or famine type. More, you just don't know what you're going to get. More of a best ball guy, really. Um, yes, I mean a big potential scoreline and then the KC-Baltimore matchup. So there are going to be some shots taken uh, that could come off for him, but it's, high. it's like obviously a big risk reward. But Edwards Hilaire and Aaron Jones, I mean, there's a couple of – after Aaron Jones' <laughs> week last yeah, week far is something else. Like one of the bigger fantasy days, look, I've seen. And if Devontae Adams misses again, you think Jones is in line for a big – uh, workload as well. Absolutely. So in terms of numbers, like uh, Brad is just, he's rolling with Connor and Edmonds in his running back slot at the moment, which is an interesting one. I mean, he's obviously McCaffrey's the main issue here. He's lost him for a couple of weeks. He has. He's sort of- Most it's also out. Of course, Mossad as well. So he's, he's struggling to fill the void there in the running back window. So on the back of that, uh, touch up and down looks to be potentially holding the burner one more time. Uh, for mine, it's it's a Brad win. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it might be a bit of a whitewash, unfortunately. Uh, so Brad, I think you're going to get it again. James, maybe try and trade for a running back. Maybe that's what that's his. his might need to happen. He's out. Hey, hey, at least he at least he's still got a running back on his on yeah, his roster. That's at right. least he's still got him. All right, next one. <laughs> Klugs versus you, Jonesy. It's uh, the Porcelain Bowl. Love We're playing it. for the Porcelain Bowl. We are, we are playing off of the Golden Throne. It's um, uh, Yeah, I love that. It's it's very cool. Very cool. Well, Klugy got me last time. I had he, had the wood over him for a, a few seasons, but yeah. he, he turned the tables on me last year. Um, I don't know what's going to happen here, but look, Klugy's team has been underperforming radically. 
83 yeah. and then 85 points he, the last two weeks. He's not happy with no, his team. He he's upset he shouldn't about be. his team. Uh, look, he's got Todd Gurley, old man Gurley, in the RB1 slot. Uh, so he's probably not happy with that. Michael Thomas, unfortunately, has been injured. Uh, and he is sitting there on the bench. I look at his bench. He's got Noah Fant and Evan Ingram. I don't know why you want two good tight ends like that sitting there. Um, it's a like a tough decision every week that you need to make. So, look, Ingram is probably the right play at the moment. Jonesy, for you, look, you've hit on Kareem Hunt. I love that. Uh, he's been real good. He's, he's been, been real good. Very, very solid. Uh, you going to take the risk on AJ Green this week? I uh, haven't really tinkered with the lineup just yet. I mean, he had 13 targets last week. I mean, it's big. just – the volume was there. I mean, I don't think Burrow's throwing 61 times again, but the volume is there. He's just – I think he's shaking off a bit of rust, and I think I think he's still good. So, but I need to make a decision during the week. Obviously, uh, Deontay Johnson's the other one on my bench that I probably could throw in there and get a result yeah. from, um, but we will see how that pans out. No, I like Deontay there. Um, quarterbacks, you got Rodgers on your side versus Ryan on Klug's side. Uh, it should be tight either way between those two. Look, it's going to be a really interesting one, but Jonesy, I probably have you just, uh, particularly because um, Klug's got some some worries there at both wide receiver and running back. All right, let's keep moving on. Make this quick. Artful Drogers, 2-0 versus dropping the F-blom, Adrian, at 1-1. One one. Uh, what do you got for us, Jonesy? What takes what takes your fancy here? Uh, well, intro, I mean, we, we have loved Drogers' team for some time. He's just got some nice, a nice spread. Got McKinnon with the last pick in the draft, or last round pick in the draft. He had a bit of foresight. It's a good hold. Uh, it's not bad at all. So he's got him starting as a running back too with Cook and Metcalf and Robinson heading up the wide receiver slots. Josh Allen with a bit of running on the floor helps him to keep that uh, that yeah. floor quite Having a great high season, on his Josh quarterback. Allen. So he's he's got some options now. The, the, the Blommy's got Kittle who's in a questionable tag at the moment. Is he going to play? Is he not going to? We don't know. He did end up picking up Jordan Reed as a little bit of a stopgap. Yeah. this week, which could be a nice play to throw in there. Obviously, I mean, concussions aside, let's see if you actually can string two together. Um, Joe Mixon is the problem here for Blommy. Not that performing. offensive line is giving him nothing. He got jammed up in the backfield before he hit the scrimmage line so many times last week. Yeah. And whether he gets the space to run is another thing. Uh, you'd think, though, with the panic, he's going to get more dump-offs from from Burrow, but that hasn't necessarily eventuated. So Mixon's the, Mixon's the swing pick for mine. If he can produce a 15 points like his projection is, I reckon Blommy might actually come up and sneak over the top of the artful trudges. Uh, but bit of talk in the office during the week about the name of the bowl. Yeah. We threw some stuff back and forward last night. We came up with a good name. Okay. It's called, it's called the Spag Bowl. Excellent. Love love a good food punch. <laughs> the Spag Bowl. They're playing for the Golden Fork. Faster pasta for the winner Ex- for lunch. <laughs> Excellent. So that's going to get bought in at some point. So good little, stuff. Little, uh, I love that. If uh, Listeners at home, if you've got little things that you win in your special uh, matchups, then uh, yeah, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter at the TFL Podcast. Um, now, I like uh, I like both teams here. Uh, I do think I'm going to go with Drogi to get the win. Okay, um, good. So, some point of difference here, and I yeah, like that. I like the wide receivers there. Robinson mm. and Metcalf, I think, are, uh, are superior. Uh, we've got next the Green Boy Dackers, the infamous Latavius Murray third-round pick uh, team versus the Patriots Stallion. Uh, these guys going for the Badminton Bowl, the Golden Shuttlecock. Uh, very uh, Look, it's the inaugural one of these as well because uh, Horse, the Patriots Stallion, first year in the league, he's having a good time. Yeah. Uh, he's come back from a – 
Disappointing round one where he missed some injuries and he's come back with a win in week two. Um, look, both of these teams are fairly well matched, actually, for my liking. You've got Golladay uh, and Hilton um, versus Julio Jones and Stefan Diggs. Who knows whether Julio Jones actually plays this week? He's dealing with that hammy. So it will be interesting to see what goes on there. For Ben, uh, what I'm looking at there for the Green Boy Dakers is, yeah, Julio Jones is a big question mark. Um, he's got Chubb and Swift sitting there in RB1, RB2. Swift is still... Still big question marks for mine, but he doesn't really have much of a yeah. choice. I was going to say, is he less of a question mark than Latavius Murray? Well, that's it. And I think so. If so now Benny would be flat because if he'd played Swift instead of Murray last he week, he would have got, got the, the win. win. That's right. So he's uh, no doubt sucking back some tears on that one. That's it. Looking to make a change, some swings of the axe at the selection Look, table. And I we'll think see. at the moment he's probably got his best lineup in there. Uh, if June, if June's, if Jones does go down, uh, look, he's probably. Best to play Golden Tate. Uh, unfortunately, he's going to move his flex Devonte Parker up and, and play him. Uh, horse Miles Sanders, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram's the old guy that seems to just get a touchdown every second week. I don't know if you can really trust him to do well against KC. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how much they have to run or have to pass in that game. Uh, Darren Waller though was a superstar yeah. on Monday Night Football. Big target share at sixteen. Looks huge, absolutely huge. So you think that Darren Waller is going to continue to be good against New England though? So who who knows what we're going to get with New England? Still kind of shaking out what the defense looks like yeah. uh, for mine. So uh, still have a looking, have a look there. Uh, look, I think Horse gets the win. Unfortunately, that puts Ben at zero and three. But uh, you know what? That's uh, that's fantasy football. Look, I agree. I reckon the horse has got him here, but disappointing for Ben because I feel like he's been better than an zero and three side. I think so too. That's right. All right, last one up. You got me and Arch going yes. up for the Parabole, the Golden Calculator, Resident Maths teachers. Uh, so. Jones, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about this one before we wrap up the show. Absolutely. I mean, for you, Ro, I couldn't have been happy with Jackson's output last week. Mm, um, no, not You very. took him over Mahomes and took a bit of a, at least a 10-point discount on the output last week. So you'd hope that you see him return uh, on that Monday night football against the KC. And, and how is that for a, a primetime matchup? Look, Tuesday morning is going to be me sitting in front of the TV for a long time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an outrageous matchup. I can't wait. Um, so in terms of... I mean, Tannehill I'm never completely sold on. He's playing against Minnesota, though, oh, completely yeah. banged up. So, uh, to be honest, I'm worried about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. am worried about Tannehill. It's um, anything. I mean, the Minnesota just are rolling out some absolute hacks on, oh, on, boy. on defense at the moment. So start your uh, Titans. Um, Chuck Brown, again, you've got you've got a, a, AJ Brown hurt last week. There's no guarantee that he plays. Uh, Chuck's a bit banged up as well. Um, look, I'm not entirely sure Archman is is going to get the biscuits here. I just think Jackson oh, will put that. on a bit of a clinic um, in a high point scoring affair. Kamara, as we mentioned earlier, getting the do- job done. Yeah. Um, look, you've got Kelly in, in as a running back. This is back my question. Two. So maybe you can help me out so, here. I've yep. got. RB2 is where, where I'm lacking. I've got Josh Kelly, Antonio Gibson, uh, and Zach Moss, and uh, and Daryl Henderson, of course, uh, who I just picked up. Who's your guy there? Yeah, I, well, you've been spruiking Gibson for quite some time now. I do like I'm him. surprised the Stones haven't been put on the line and starting him in that RB2 slot. Um, look, Moss is in this sort of weird timeshare with Singletary. No one really knows what's going on there. Obviously, Pollard's not going to start anything. Henderson is, a, like I said, he looked good last week, but the week before I dropped him on the back of 
scoring less than a point. So Kelly's that one that he seems to be getting good burn. I think there's a little bit of emotional insurance in this with you <laughs> because you're saying if, if 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 my man doesn't go well, the crumbs are going to fall to Kelly. So if Eckler doesn't perform, you get the points on the other side. That's so true. I see what you've done there and I'm calling you out on it. However... <laughs> I don't mind what you've done with the place. Uh, the Bandits, in my opinion, will get up over Archer um, and you guys will will finally get a little win on the board and be both one and two after the third round. Excellent. That's what I like to hear, Jonesy. I appreciate that. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our TFL Home League preview. Hope it's giving you some insight into what's going on in our league. A bit of a laugh uh, for you as well and comparing to your own leagues and stuff like that. Thanks, T-Bone, for joining us this week. It's been awesome to have you on. No problems. Thanks for having me around, mate. It's good to know I'm still useful at some point. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> See you. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.